0: man, Adam. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 and 28, God speaking to him, he said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the heart, subdue it, and have dominion. And Adam was living like that until the devil came, tempted him, and God said, the day you eat of that tree, you shall surely die. And that. Was spiritual death, not physical death. Adam went with the suggestion of the devil, ate from the tree, died spiritually, and lost his connection with God. Because spiritual death is when you are cut off from God. Yeah. When you are separated from God, separation from God. So Adam was separated from God. When Jesus came back, he declared in Matthew 28 said, "All authority, all power has been given to me. He shed his blood and collected that authority back and brought us back into that covenant of increase and multiplication that we had from day one." Look at this, Psalm 25 when you read from verse uh, 12 to 14. Who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way he chooses. He himself shall dwell in prosperity, and his descendants shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with who? And I cannot hear you this morning. Yeah, the Bible says the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Covenant is so wide. We need a consistent walk with God. We need the fear of God. The Bible says he reveals the covenant, different parts of the covenant, to people who fear him and who are ready to walk with him. God wants to reveal to you the covenant. He wants you to walk in covenant with him. So the covenant of increase is the basis for divine prosperity. That's the basis for divine prosperity. The purpose of the covenant for the kingdom, uh, 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 sorry, it's for the kingdom and not for personal acknowledgement. When you don't know the purpose of the covenant, the purpose of the covenant of increase or wealth, you can choose to display it or use it anyhow. God is not averse to us enjoying ourselves, but you need to understand why he's is, why is doing what he's doing. Why is he bringing us into a covenant? Why does God want us to be to, to prosper? Third John verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as a soul prosper. For what? Why? Why can't he just leave us? Why is God desiring a covenant with men? Why? It's because God knows that if he works in covenant with us, he brings us into increase, he has an agenda. And his agenda is that we will then be a part of his agenda with everything that he has given us. Is somebody still with me today? That's his interest. That's what he had in mind. We'll be a part of. So we will be the one pushing and routing for his interest on the face of the heart. Praise God. I said praise God. There are some mindsets that people have developed about what we call, quote unquote, prosperity gospel. I choose to call it a covenant of increase because the bible the new testament is new testament is new contract yeah the bible says we, we we are in a better covenant with better promises we can't walk as if there's no covenant anybody that doesn't like it should keep quiet or whatever i don't know what to say but god brought us into a if you are saved Your sins are forgiven. You have accepted the death and resurrection of Christ as your death and your resurrection. God has brought you into a covenant. You can choose to walk in it and you may choose to ignore it. Are you still with me today? This is a mindset that people have. Some people think it's a scam. Preachers are just peddling snake oil, you know. They're just just looking for the next person to, to slap, like we say. Yeah. And especially Pentecostal preachers. call a, a dog a bad name, right? But you can hang it. That's what the devil is trying to do. I know there are some Pentecostal preachers and that's are, are coming people. Sincerely, I know. But you see, whenever you see the counterfeit, that means it's an original. An idea. To scam people will not just spring up. You understand? It's always a twist of the real thing. And somebody said with me this morning, yeah. So people may call it prosperity gospel. People scamming people. This is the covenant of increase. The mindset is is a scam. Some people think number two, you know, I've tried but failed. Uh, it's not foolproof. You know, it's um. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. God will never enter into a covenant with man and he will fail on his path. If it ever fails, it's on your path, not God's path. Are you still with me today? Last Sunday I was saying that one very important thing about covenant that you must understand is that the only thing that is guaranteed in this world is a covenant with God. He said, I am God. There's no other. I am God. I will not deny myself. He said, even when you are unfaithful, I remain faithful. Are you still with me today? So if you walk in a covenant of increase with God and it looks like you're not, you're not getting a result, it's not God failing. Check your part. If your part is okay, his part is always intact. Are you still with me today? If you are here, say amen. And some people... Uh, they, they, I mean, they're they able to just say it in plain language, is confusing. Yeah, that's their mindset. I don't understand it. I don't know how it works. I would rather become, I'd rather be a Christian and um, help myself since I don't understand it. See, ignorance is not an excuse in law. I hope you understand what I'm saying. And it's a covenant. You lose out if you choose not to research it. Have you studied the Bible? And see how the covenant of increase works in some people's lives in the Bible? Have you read any book lately on the covenant of increase or the covenant with God or how we work with God? So you can't just claim ignorance, feign ignorance, and just move on. You're cheating yourself of something. Yeah, you're cheating yourself of, of something. We have to come out of that ignorance, open your mind, and allow Jesus to fill it with his light. What it is not. So the covenant of increase is not a casino. So we're not here to gamble or engage in get-rich-quick scheme because that's what some people think. You know, it's because that's the way some get-rich people talk. That's the way some pastors also talk. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, they just tell you, yeah, what you have in your bag there, God is going to double it right now. Open it. (laughs) You know, so, so, so some people actually... (laughs) <laughs> think that's what some people think is a scam so it's not a casino if you want to gamble uh, some places in Victoria Island you can go to some of the hotels and have casinos it's not, we'll just carry empty your bank account and go there and go and play praise God I don't recommend it I'm just talking yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to know that the covenant of increase that we have with God is not gambling It's a casino secondly it is not an excuse to be lazy, unproductive, or unevent- inventive. It is not. It is not. Please get it straight. We are in a covenant. God declared, he said, I will bless your barns and your storehouses. A lazy man does not have a storehouse. Lazy man does not have warehouse. There's a level of work you get to, you have warehouse. God said, I want to touch it. I want to bless it. He wants to bless your bank account. Covenant of Increase does not work with you sitting on, the, sitting on the couch and lounging and confessing. I'm the son of Abraham. Abraham's blessings are mine. You confess and confess until you are confused. I'm serious. You get out there. God wants to bless the work of your hand. He wants you productive. But he doesn't want to put you to put your confidence in your wisdom or your skill alone. That's how the covenant of increase is. It does not rest on your skill alone. So it's never an excuse to be lazy. If that's what we've been preaching, prosperity gospel, maybe that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the covenant that we have with God based on his word. And his word does not fail. It's never an excuse for laziness. What is the covenant of increase? I've said what it is not. What is it? What is this? This is what the covenant of increase is. One is that it's a divine empowerment. It's a divine empowerment. A divine empowerment. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18. The Bible says in the Amplified Translation. Says, but you shall earnestly, somebody say earnestly. You shall earnestly remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which is swore to your fathers as it is this day. The covenant of increase is an empowerment. It is the it is intangible, but brings. Tangible result. You know, you can't hold blessing, but when it's at work, you know. Am I saying the truth? Yeah. It's intangible. It creates a force field around your life that magnetizes ideas, influences people, the right people, and everything just starts to work. So you can trace the effect of the blessing, but you may not be able to touch the blessing. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. It's difficult for anybody to believe right now that we're not using electricity here, but do you have some in your pocket? Can you capture some? You can't see it, but you can see its effect. Do we have power supply to this building? Have you seen power before, electrical power? That's how the blessing works. You You can't touch it. You can't... Corner it, but you can see its effect. In fact, electrical power is so strong that if you go too close, you will feel the full effect. <laughs> but really, you can't see it. It's an intangible that has tangible results. That's the blessing. From my scientific mind, my training in engineering and science, I'll say that it's like a magnetic force field. You become a magnet. You magnetize favor, magnetize ideas, magnetize you—you you know all sorts of things because the blessing is on, on you. That's how it works. That's how it, the Bible calls it the power to create wealth. Wealth creation is not a mirage. Now it's becoming a body of knowledge. But a certain knowledge you can't even put to work except there's a blessing on you. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So that, 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 that's, 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 that's what it is. What it is. Second one. It manifests itself in two ways. The covenant of increase. Two ways that it manifests itself. One, the covenant of increase manifests itself in terms of Favor. 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 When you are walking in the covenant of increase with God, you'll see the favor of God in manifestation in your life from time to time. From time to time. From time to time. time. God engineers the walking of the covenant of increase through favor. Psalm 44 and verse number 3, the Bible was talking about Israel and how God brought them out of Egypt. It says, for they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arm save them, But it was your right hand, your hand, and the light of your countenance because you favored them. That's how the covenant of increase works favor, favor, favor. Exodus chapter 12, when you read verse 35 and 36, you read the same story about Israel leaving Egypt and how God increased them literally overnight. You think it's overnight, but I'm going to explain. Exodus 12. 35 and 36. Now the children of Israel had done according to the word of Moses, and they had asked from the Egyptians articles of silver, articles of gold, and clothing. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they granted them what they requested. Thus, they plundered the Egyptians. But look at this. When you read this, you would think it just happened overnight. They're living tomorrow. They went to the Egyptians. Moses told them, collect everything. And they collected some of them bags of gold. They, none was re- rejected. Anything they asked for, they gave them. By the favor of God. That's how the covenant of increase worked. But do you know how many years they spent in Egypt? Some of them, their forefathers in Egypt, including themselves, they have been making bricks, carrying straw, and doing all sorts of labor. That old labor, Egypt, the foundation for capitalism, that old labor, they collected multiple wages one night. One night by the hand of divine favor. One night. Every work that forefathers have done, including the one they did, multiplied by 100, they picked it up one night by a stroke of favor. If there's anyone here this morning, you have labored in vain. By any means, I declare over your life this morning. My God restores to you that which belongs to you. By his mighty hand of favor, whatever you have been denied is restored. In the name of Jesus. There's anyone here this morning, somebody's owing you or somebody has refused to pay you that which belongs to you, according to the covenant of increase, I declare today that the favor of God takes effect in your life. If your home has been taken unjustly, it is restored. If your salary has been withheld unjustly, it is restored. If your shares have been taken unjustly, it is restored. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, believe in amen. Covenant of increase works through divine favor. Secondly, it multiplies your ability for increase. That's what it does. Your ability for increase. It multiplies it. It puts a super on your natural. It puts a super on your natural. One of the scriptures I love the most in my life. Second Corinthians chapter 9 and verse number 8. I love it. I love it. I love it because I love increase. I love it. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse number 8. He said, God is able to make all grace. Somebody say all grace. All grace. Abound. He's able to make all grace. In, in bracket, this is... I'm reading. Let, let's read it from the Amplified translation. Put Amplified up for me. God bless you. He said, God is able to make all grace. In bracket, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always, under all circumstances... Whether the dollar is going down or, com- or going up, under all circumstances. Whether they have released the budget or not, under all circumstances. Whether you live in Lagos or Abba, under all circumstances. Whether you are married or single, under all circumstances. So he said, under all circumstances, whatever the need be, be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance of every good work and charitable donation. Glory to Jesus. This is how the covenant of increase works. All grace, all grace, every favor, earthly blessings, Come to you in abundance. I love this scripture. I love this scripture. You need to walk with a scripture like this if you want to see the kind of increase we are seeing in this church. It's not man. It's the blessing of Jehovah. Are you still with me today? When we walk on the word, we stand on his word. We refuse to vacillate because of what is happening around us. We see the hand of God. His word cannot be broken. And the strength of the covenant is his word. Enough of playing Ludo with God. Walk in covenant with God. Are you still with me this morning? Yeah. His word works all the time. He, He knows what he wants to do in your life. Somebody here today, you need to stop games and struggle and all that. Just tell yourself, is it like a covenant with God or nothing? Yeah. Is it like a covenant with God or nothing? Thirdly, it's an enduring wealth that comes with peace. That's no sorrow. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 22. The blessing of the Lord, it makes one rich. The writer of the book of Proverbs wasn't missing words. The blessing of the Lord, it makes one rich. If you don't like the word rich, it's your problem. A blessing of the Lord, it makes one rich and had no sorrow. Praise God. Yeah. It makes one rich and had no sorrow. Yeah. The only thing is that because it's based on the covenant of increase, no sorrow is around it. Yeah. No sorrow is around it. So it's not like you are swimming in money and your children are hooked on drugs. No. Or you have plenty of money but you're spending it on disease. No. No. It has no sorrow with it. It's a ble- that's like the workings of the covenant of increase. And the last one, and that's why I'm, con- I'm going to continue next Sunday, is that it is triggered with a seed. It's triggered with a seed. It's called the law of the farm. Yeah. Genesis 8:22, "If the heart remains, sit time, and others shall not cease."